the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRochstra. Five people dead after an eight-passenger plane crashed in the city of Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, early Saturday morning. Thousands of protesters opposed to the French government's plan to revamp retirement system on the march through Paris. In an unusual gesture, unions organizing the march asked Yellow West protesters to join them. The march coincided with the 59th consecutive Saturday of marches by the Yellow West movement that seeks social and economic justice. Brief scuffles marred the union march as individuals, some wearing masks, burned construction materials along the route. President Emmanuel Macron wants to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 and rid the complex system of 42 special categories, notably railway and bus and metro employees, with their own rules. I'm Zaria Shakili. It's the 24th day of crippling strikes. SRN News. Mark Levin explains the harm in government spending. The reason why massive spending is destructive, it's because it empowers politicians, it empowers bureaucrats, it empowers government. Talk about draining the swamp, that feeds the swamp. You're draining resources and knowledge and jobs out of the market. And what's the market? The civil society. You're redistributing not just power, but wealth. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Hour 2 of your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg, coming up next right here in AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. But first, here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. A high of 37. We have a winter weather advisory warning. Those roads are icy, so stay indoors if you can. Photos and videos from our events, news updates, live streaming, and maybe a selfie or two. The latest and greatest way to connect with the Patriot is to follow us on Instagram. Simply search for AM1280 The Patriot on Instagram. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, everything that I want to write about politics, current events, the city of St. Paul, the state of Minnesota, the metro area, music, history. My, my look back, by the way, at the 80th anniversaries of some key events in World War II, well, back underway here. I mean, as we... Hit those 80th anniversaries, one after the other, coming up here for the next uh, a little over five years yet. So stay tuned for all of that uh, at shotinthedark.info. I spent the first hour talking about the movie Little Women. I'm going to switch a little bit. I I said I was going to talk about another movie, but it's really kind of incidental to uh, the larger subject of this uh, half of the show, covering how the media uh, chooses to cover things and, and and why you need to to be aware that fake news, while big left would like to have you think it's a phenomenon of the right, is in fact uh, largely a matter of confirmation bias for whoever is in control. And since the people controlling the big media in this country tend overwhelmingly to be somewhat left of center, well, QED, you're going to get a largely largely, quote, progressive, end quote, perspective. I say largely because there are occasional exceptions. And while I have come down hard on the likes of the New York Times and the Washington Post for at least at an executive level, uh, making noises about throwing very overt noises about throwing aside the traditional rules of journalism to, quote, denormalize, end quote, Donald Trump, 
And by the way, I'm, I'm not making that up. If you go back and look at uh, the, the, the archives for the podcast for the National Public Radio Program on the media, which is a production of WNYC Radio in New York, a big publicly supported radio station uh, fed in significant part by your tax dollars. You will find a, a, a in I believe on uh, I believe it was the December first two thousand sixteen episode of on the media with Brooke Gladstone and Bob Garfield, which basically is uh, a show that is for the mainstream elite media what Dwight Schrute is to Michael Scott, basically a sort of a brown nosing little lapdog <laughs> yapping around the heels of of big elite media. Uh, and by the way, listen to the show. I, I listen to it so you don't have to. But if you do, by all means do. Anyway, I, I direct you back, and I'll post a link to it at shotinthedark.info after the show, I believe, today, uh, at some point today. Uh, it, it, in that broadcast, which is there available to the general public, the representatives from the newsrooms of the New York Times and the Washington Post basically said, I mean, not basically, said in as many words, almost a direct quote, I'm paraphrasing very closely, it's time to revoke the traditional world rules of journalism, that whole telling the story, uh, giving the who, what, just the facts of the who, what, when, where, why, and how, and letting readers make up their own minds, and move to something more actively towards, the term they used was denormalizing President Trump, to use the power of the media to denormalize the president. And you could say that this impeachment effort that's underway more or less right now in its own dysfunctional cowardly way is something that started from a great to a great extent at that point uh that the, the, the attempt to denormalize the president uh really did start right about that point and has been driven by the mainstream media and that being said, every once in a while, the mainstream media surprises you because that very Washington Post uh, performed a little bit of sterling service this past week in debunking one of its own. Not from the Post, but, well, even worse. Uh, back in March of 2017, Rachel Maddow uh, went on NBC on her cable show and, uh, as Jim Garrity at National Review said, shocked the world by declaring, quote, We've got Trump's tax returns. She then later clarified and uh, said she'd have actually gotten the tax returns, his 1040 form from 2005. So if you tuned in to watch her show that evening, uh, you saw a meandering 19-minute chain of blather and a commercial break before Maddow showed anything from the actual tax return, which, by the way, really wasn't much. There was a guest on a fellow named David K. Johnson who also, just to sweeten the pot a little bit or to, I guess, put a little bit of lettuce on the nothing burger, speculated that Trump may have also leaked nude photos of Melania. So if you were a big never-Trumper, a member of the hashtag <laughs> resistance, uh, who believed Maddow's original pronouncement, uh, it was a huge letdown. But as Jim Garrity says, it previewed what we could expect from Maddow for the next three years as the Washington Post's Eric Wemple lays it out in exhaustive detail in a review of Maddow's reporting and discussion of the Steele dossier. His assessment in the Washington Post, I will have you uh, be aware, is scathing. I'll just quote from Wemple's article here via Jim Garrity. When small bits of news arose in favor of the dossier, the franchise MSNBC host uh, Rachel Maddow pumped air into them. At least some of her many fans surely came away from her broadcasts thinking the dossier was a serious piece of investigative research, not a flim-flam, quick-twitch game of telephone outlined in the Horowitz uh, report. She seemed to be rooting for the document. Now, you know this because you listened to last week's show, in which I pointed out accurately that the Democratic audience, or I should say the the MSNBC audience, the people who are largely uh, cross the Venn diagram with those who label themselves the hashtag resistance, 
which you know is a huge pet peeve of mine. They they consider themselves the the, the resistance. They it, they don't do a lot of critical thinking because orange man bad. Anyway, back to uh, Mr. Wemple, Eric Wemple at the Washington Post, and I quote. And when large bits of news arose against the dossier, Maddow found other topics more compelling. She was there for the bunkings, absent for the debunkings. A pattern of misleading and dishonest asymmetry. Now, bear in mind, this is not the Washington Examiner. This is not Instapundit. This is not Stephen Green at Vodka Pundit. It's not John Hinderocker at Powerline. It's Eric Wemple of the Washington Post, the voice of the progressive media. Uh, Jim Garrity goes on, quote, Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz issued his report earlier this month and concluded, quote, much of the material in the Steele election reports, including allegations about Donald Trump and members of the Trump campaign relied upon in the Carter Page FISA applications, could not be corroborated, corroborated, that certain allegations were inaccurate or inconsistent with information gathered by the Crossfire Hurricane team and that the limited information that was corroborated related to time, location, and title information, much of which was already available to the public. Jim Garrity goes on to say the night Horowitz released his report, Maddow ignored it. Shocking, right? And emphasized other conclusions, quote, The inspector general debunks that there was any anti-Trump political bias motivating these decisions. They debunked the idea that the Christopher Steele dossier of opposition research against Trump was the basis for opening the FBI's Russia investigation. Wemple writes, quote, asked to comment on how she approached the dossier. Meadow declined to provide an on-the-record response. Like other primetime cable news hosts who receive much more criticism, Meadow shows up every weeknight and tells a devoted... One might say gullible audience, quote, the world is as you want it to be. Trump is the worst. This is Jim Garrity's uh, line, by the way. He's committed many terrible crimes. A reckoning is coming. We will be vindicated. Her, Maddow's audience, is not interested in hearing the host or guest declare, while we are vehemently opposed to Trump, there is no evidence he's being blackmailed or controlled by the Russian government. Her program includes bits of news and other substance that appear to be like news, but aren't. Fervent speculation, conjecture, assumptions, theories, wishful thinking. If it's too harsh to call it fake news, then it is news with artificial flavors and sweeteners designed to make it more exciting and appealing than it really is. That's Jim Garrity in the National Review uh, about Rachel Maddow and, and the very, very bad week that, that Ms. Maddow had this past week when it was realized, revealed that the assertion that's been keeping her ratings puffed up for this last three years is exactly that, puffy, hot air. And this speaks very closely to what I was talking about last week on the broadcast here. If you are a progressive politician, media figure, uh, member of the nonprofit industrial complex, you can count on a couple things. Number one, your audience is disproportionately composed of the people who desperately, desperately want to believe that everything that they have been told, not just about Orange Man Bad, who is literally Hitler, but about each and every one of you out there in this audience, they want to believe it's true. They want to believe the things that John Cleese, the British actor and writer, was saying about you. That you have no sense of irony and your sense of worth comes from the guns you own. See, it's the sort of stuff that, that makes them feel not just superior. It doesn't take much to make someone who doesn't think that critically feel superior. But gives them some sense of self-worth at all. We'll come back to that and much more here in a moment here. But this is very much worth reading. Rachel Maddow's reportage has completely collapsed this past week. And I say this as someone who has been deeply skeptical of President Trump since. And I I point this out uh, because it it popped up in the news this past week. Uh, It's actually something that Glenn Reynolds uh, pointed out in his blog this past week. This past week. 
the Canadian Broadcasting Company did what a lot of uh, broadcasters is. They re- rebroadcast the, uh, I believe, 1996, 1995 Home Alone 2, which featured a cameo appearance by none other than, at the time, real estate developer Donald Trump. Well, in the original movie, because the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation edited out the cameo. Two, three seconds worth of Donald Trump waving at Macaulay Culkin as he went by the hallway in a hotel in New York in Home Alone 2. The big media, as, as Glenn Reynolds points out, is desperate to draw your attention back away from the fact that 15, 20 years ago, back when I disliked him rather cordially for his overall personality, Donald Trump was a fairly accepted, if not beloved, cultural figure. By people on the left. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Much more when we come back. Go nowhere. Put the finishing touches on your home this holiday season and all year round with brand new window treatments from Blinds.com. From cellular shades, wood blinds, Roman shades, and more. Go to Blinds.com now through December 29th and save up to 40% off everything. Plus get an extra $20 off with promo code LIGHT. That's up to 40% off everything. Plus get an extra $20 off with promo code LIGHT. Blinds.com promo code LIGHT. Rules and restrictions may apply. On January 10th, they convicted an innocent man, Michael B. Jordan. Your life is still meaningful, and I'm going to do everything possible to keep them from taking it. Academy Award winner Jamie Foxx. You don't know what it is down here when you're guilty from the moment you're born. And Academy Award winner Brie Larson. I don't want my son growing up knowing that his mom stopped doing what was right just because she was scared of You ain't quitting, is you? No, sir. Just Mercy, Haiti PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in select theaters. Everywhere January 10th. Directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Business 1440 brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own online trading academy, Investing for Success, and the King Banyan Show. Get real-time market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving. Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, or you can join me on hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show. Busy couple weeks coming up here, two weeks from today, America's team, the North Dakota State Bison, journey to Frisco, Texas, to attempt to win their eighth FCS championship in nine years. My aunt and uncle, both Bison alumni, will be there along with my uh, cousins. Cousins? Yes, cousins. 
Uh, it's become an annual tradition. Long may it remain so. <laughs> By the way, you can catch the championship game, I believe, uh, two weeks from today on our sister station, Freedom 1570. Am I right, Terminator N? Business 1440. Business 1440. I got in promotion there for both of them. See how I did that? You're a pro, Mitch. That's right. <laughs> Terminator N back behind the glass this week. I will, by the way, be... Uh, Brad Carlson's off on assignment tomorrow. Make sure you uh, tune in. Anyway, I'll be doing my special Christmas broadcast. Yes, a couple days late. Because I was in last week. Had a great time, uh, by the way, broadcasting last week, as well as a Christmas trip across the Dakotas. Uh, in unseasonably gorgeous weather for winter driving across the Great White North. And again, it's probably a good thing I did it today, because uh, last week, because today, yeah, not not driving up there. <laughs> not a chance. Anyway, oh, by the way, speaking of events coming up in coming weeks, yes, two weeks from today, the uh, America's team, the Bison, going for their eighth FCS championship in nine years. A week from tonight, my band, Elephant in the Room, is going to be live at the Stillwater Bowl and... Lounge in Stillwater. It's on Highway 30, just south of Highway 36 on Omaha. You basically go out east, or if you're in Stillwater, go west to Omaha Street on Highway 36. Go south uh, about two blocks. You'll see something that looks like a bowling alley. And well, it is. So hope you can stop by. We had a great time playing there earlier this month. Uh, yeah, it was earlier this month. And uh, it's, yeah, become one of our favorite places to play in the East Metro. So we hope you can tune in there, uh, stop in out there. Uh, we'll also, by the way, have some gigs coming up in January out in Albertville again. We had a great time two weeks ago playing at uh, Neighbors on Main Street in, I think it's Main Street. Anyway, what the, where all the bars are in Albertville. Uh, three bars side by side there. It's become quite the entertainment center for the Northwest Metro. And we will be at one of the Neighbors coming up soon. We had a blast playing there two weeks ago, and we're looking forward to doing it again. So if you're out living out there, stop on by see my band Elephant in the Room, along with former producer of this broadcast, Tommy the H-Bomb Win, and the rest of the guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. 651-289-4488, the number to call. We were talking about the, uh, the, the complete collapse of the quote reporting that Rachel Maddow, the purported journalist, uh, and, and uh, MSNBC cable star uh, has experienced over this past week uh, to no comment on her part. Her entire support of the Steele dossier uh, seems to have completely collapsed. Her, her promise that just wait any day here. The news that's going to destroy the Trump administration is just around the corner. And by the way, this is not unique to MSNBC, and it's not unique to progressives. If you follow social media at all, even some conservative talk show hosts who have to fly to a higher standard than mere social media, or for that matter, most progressive media, uh, you even hear the occasional idea that there's going to be some blockbuster out there that's going to take down Hillary Clinton once and for all. Uh, you've been hearing those for uh, decades now. Uh, if if it was going to happen, it likely would have happened. It's uh, an entire genre of fake news that affects both sides. But the big difference being it affects a lot of social media that you've never heard of on the right. And A-listers like Rachel Maddow on the left. Oh, not just cable. No. In fact, one of the things that's been so glorious about watching the success of Clint Eastwood's Richard Jewell has been watching the media squirming at the somewhat stylized but uh, generally accurate portrayal of their perfidy and slander and, and moral squalor in destroying the life of a perfectly innocent if somewhat complex man. And this has been coming out over the past couple of weeks. Uh, this, in this case, uh, at Deadline.com, a fellow named Anthony D- D'Alessandro uh, writes, uh, the Richard Jewell scribe Billy Ray uh, accuses Atlanta Journal-Constitution editor of using disputed scenes to cloak its role and using the hero's lives. And those, that's almost exactly the terms I was thinking when I first heard the story, that the Atlanta Journal-Constitution was suing the makers of the movie Richard Jewell 
for defaming the paper uh, and most particularly the memory of their late deceased reporter who broke the story, a woman named Catherine, uh, Karen Scruggs. Uh, and the movie, by the way, if you haven't seen it, first of all, run, don't walk to the theater. Now, they take one slight liberty, perhaps not so slight liberty with history, as, by the way, the National Review's Kyle Smith uh, pointed out, Kyle Smith or Amand White, either way, both excellent reviewers, both with excellent reviews of Richard Jewell over the last month when it first came out. Uh, they portrayed Scruggs as a deeply unscrupulous reporter who would do anything to get a scoop and, in fact, did anything, did completely trash uh, all of the so-called standards that so-called journalists are supposed to follow in breaking a story where so, uh, that's as important as a terrorist bombing of the Olympics in, in 1996. And you may be familiar with the story. In 1996, there was a bombing at the Atlanta Olympics. It killed uh, two or three people, as I recall, injured nearly 100. And Richard Jewell was the person who first sounded the alarm that got the police to investigate, to to try to evacuate the very, very crowded area around an open-air concert in the periphery of the Olympic Park. And Richard Jewell was a hero, which caused some people in the FBI to think, huh, a lot of, occasionally people who are heroes plant the bomb and purport to discover it to make themselves appear to be heroes. Similar as to the, the, the uh, fire occasional story of a fireman who sets fires and then becomes a hero for putting them out. For that matter, citizens who set fires and then uh, get themselves branded as heroes for for calling the fire in. It happens. It does happen. It's by no means the the majority in either case. In the case of Richard Jewell, Well, he was a complex character. He was something of a mama's boy. He was in his late 20s, early 30s, I believe, actually, living at home with his mother in the suburbs after failing as a fairly overzealous cop at a couple of different jobs, the kind of overzealous cop who, again, may have been a model for Dwight Schrute in some ways. Dwight Schrute is such a cultural touchstone these days. Terminator N shakes his head, yes. Well, you mentioned Dwight Schrute, you know what you're talking about. Just a little too eager, just a little too by the book, just a little too ingratiating. Richard Richard Jewell, the real person, certainly was that in real life and as shown in the movie. The kind of person who was sort of a pest, sort of audibly slavered to be a cop again working as a security guard, found the bomb, reported it in. And that caused the FBI to look, say, okay, is this this someone who we could perhaps look in as as sort of the fake hero complex uh, victim? This was leaked by the FBI to Karen Scruggs, who ran it as a front page story. Now, in the movie, and that's bad enough. Without any corroboration other than a tip from the FBI, basically, and and essentially in the in the coverage of the story in uh, Esquire a number of years afterwards, they pointed out that, that basically this was Louis Free, uh, Bill Clinton's very troubling appointee to run the FBI. This is Louis Free basically pressuring the investigation to come out with a victim, uh, me, a, a perpetrator, publicly as soon as possible. And so they leaked the idea that Richard Jewell was a suspect, uh, which the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, uh, exhibiting depraved indifference to so-called journalistic standards, ran without checking, thus causing Richard Jewell's life to basically be turned upside down. He died, by the way, not, not long after, at age 44, uh, of a variety of health problems, largely tracing back to his life being destroyed in public. At any rate, the movie portrayed, and, and as Armand White said, did itself a bit of a disservice by portraying the source of the leak as a, how should we say, tryst between uh, Karen Scruggs and an FBI agent. In the movie, played by Olivia Wilde, by the way, played wonderfully by Olivia Wilde, and an FBI agent played excellently well again by John Hamm. Uh, it's a great movie. It, it's 
how should we say, the actual episode that led to the leak is, what was the term, fake but accurate? There was no exchange of uh, carnal services involved in real life, which seems to have gotten the Atlanta Journal-Constitution a little up in arms because... While you can show accurately that their reporter violated, quote, journalistic standards, end quote, don't you dare say she did it using sex. That's what we're talking about here. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go know where. We'll be right back. My name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting ding just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a uh-huh. million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. There are many perks to being a member of the Freedom Fan Club. Join this month and you could win a copy of In the Cauldron, Terror, Tension, and the American Ambassador's Struggle to Avoid Pearl Harbor by Lou Paper. This is not just another book about Pearl Harbor. It's the remarkable story of Joseph Grew, America's ambassador to Japan. Sign up today by visiting am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on Fan Club. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, some of your favorite AM 12A, The Patriot shows are available in podcast form. Listen on demand at am12athepatriot.com. Just click the podcast tab. You can get a deep archive of interviews, conversations of the big happenings of the week, every week for the last several years, and all sorts of other hot topics. That's am12athepatriot.com. Click podcast. And yes... If you were curious, me, Brad, and King Banyan's podcasts are all right out there for your perusal. New Year's Day is, in fact, coming up. Make sure you stay tuned to AM12A, The Patriot, AM1570, Freedom1570, AM1440, The Businessman. And, of course, going upstairs, AM980, The Believer, all of us still with you in 2020. Make sure you do that. Hope this you all have a safe.
safe, happy New Year's, by the way. 651-289-4488, the number to call. I hope you're at home listening. Hope you're enjoying a post-holiday, or I should say inter-holiday weekend between the two holidays. Uh, at home, warm, safe, not driving around like I'm going to wind up doing in a half hour here. <sighs> Uh, I made it here. I'll make it back. Uh, Metro Transit apparently started uh, bus service again a couple hours ago. So uh, if you're if you're stuck on the bus, uh, trust me, uh, you're you're going to be glad you waited. I actually did have to make a trip this morning. I had to go to the University of Minnesota for a bit around eight o'clock this morning, and it was ugly out there. I was driving. Uh, Ninety four wasn't too bad, although there were cars off the road all over the place, including three. Uh, two of which were very obviously tailgating somebody. So if you are a driver in the Twin Cities, and if you're one of those, uh, well, if you remember the driver's ed advice to make sure you leave two seconds between you and the car in front of you, uh, the corollary to that is if it's icy out, leave four seconds, double it at least. And if you're one of those people who believes that the best way to drive is riding up on someone's bumper, please, please do the world a favor. Get off the road and stay off until it's perfectly dry out there. And even better yet, perhaps learn the error of your ways and get off the road. <laughs> Start leaving proper clearance between you and the car in front of you. Yeah, it's a pet peeve of mine. I don't care if you don't zip or merge. I don't care if you stay in the left lane. I don't care if you leave your signal light blinking. But if you're a tailgater, I, I wish, I wish that I had something, some James Bond edition with, I don't know, caltrops uh, or, or machine guns in the back of the car, or even just a little LED screen on the back of my trunk with some pithy rejoinder to your lack of driving skills. Back off! There. Hopefully, I'm sure nobody in this audience is actually the tailgaters. At any rate, uh, so we've been going over uh, some of the reportage and, and the, the reasons that the people of conscience might look at, at, at what's happened in the news this past few weeks and think, whoa, we the people do deserve better. I mean, we looked at the beginning there at Rachel Maddow's uh, complete collapse of her uh, steel dossier story, the, uh, the story that she says is, has been out there ready, waiting to derail the orange man's administration for the last three years. It seems it's not, and it is entirely baked wind. We saw the Atlanta Journal-Constitution snapping back at Clint Eastwood and the production uh, Richard Jewell for defaming one of their journalists for defaming an innocent man. So notwithstanding the fact that, that history has rendered a verdict on Karen Scruggs and the entire editorial staff of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution for having jumped on a story that was not a story uh, and, and run false uh, suppos uh, suppositions that, that led to false conclusions about an innocent man. Uh, and, and by the way, it's worth pointing out that while many news organizations did settle slander suits against uh, that filed against them by Richard Jewell's attorneys and, and for uh, for the rest of his life made Richard Jewell a, a moderately well-off man after legal fees were paid. Uh, the Atlanta General Constitution fought and continues to fight for its badly tarnished and wretched excuse for a name and that of its reporter Karen Scruggs, who, who's, who along with the editorial board, uh, completely befouled the whole notion of journalistic standards uh, in its in its quote coverage end quote of the Richard Jewell story, but didn't get the story by you by trading sex for a lead. So they're they're trying to deflect the narrative back to how wronged their reporter was in wronging Richard Jewell. That's well, not the only story in the news this week. Uh, about a week or so ago, actually, uh, the week, week before Christmas, I didn't have a chance to get to this story, but it didn't really blow up until earlier this past week. Uh, MSP Magazine, uh, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, which is sort of the, the Tony uh, cocktail, uh, what am I saying? Uh, coffee table magazine, uh, the sort of the lifestyle magazine for the uh, Twin Cities uh, upper middle class, ran a cover story on Garrison Keeler. Now, Garrison Keeler 
is a person that I have a personal connection to in the sense that writing the truth, literally speaking truth to and about power, uh, and Garrison Keillor was nothing if not a profoundly powerful man in Twin Cities media, entertainment, literary, and social circles for quite some time, uh, the better part of 40 years, going on 50 now. He uh, he put I, I was my, I and my blog I should say were put on the map in November of two thousand two by accosting a piece about that Keeler had written uh, first in Salon magazine and then uh, in the Star in an op ed in the Star Tribune uh, in which he, case he yeah, at which point he uh, basically if not slandered at least uh, made a lot of giggling noises about. At the time, Senator Norm Coleman, this, by the way, was in the immediate uh, camp leading up to the campaign uh, before the death of Paul Wellstone in 2002. And Garrison Keillor was bringing his, at the time, considerable media weight to trying to uh, shame Norm Coleman from the race. He was running against the unassailable Paul Wellstone, who went on on October 25th of that year to die in a plane crash up north one that still has some uh, the the Minnesota big left convinced that there was a sniper team out there lurking in the woods waiting to shoot the plane down. Anyway, it it infects everyone out there. At any rate, Garrison Keillor wrote a couple of snide, snarky columns uh, about Norm Coleman and what was alleged to have been his uh, rather colorful, romantic life. There's all sorts of gossip about Senator Coleman, and uh, who knows? I don't know. I remember hearing the gossip at the time. I remember not caring because he's a senator, not your best buddy, not your babysitter. And the notion that Garrison Keillor in particular at the time, now we're going back almost 20 years here, 18 years ago, Garrison Keillor taking pot shots at somebody else's checkered personal life and personal style in particular, was incredibly rich irony. Uh, And again, life is full of irony. If you're stupid, I will stipulate this may be evidence of the same. However, Garrison Keillor is, uh, it, it was an open secret in Twin Cities radio circles going back to 1985, 1986, that Garrison Keillor was the worst boss in Twin Cities radio. And I say this, Fully aware that with the passing of Don Imus, I have told a few stories about what awful people, so many people in commercial radio, especially music, uh, commercial music radio, were at the time in, in the 1980s and 1990s. Radio draws a lot of dysfunctional people, commercial radio especially. And by the way, Salem Radio almost completely accepted from that. I'm not brown-nosing. I'm pointing out this is a pretty family-friendly organization where people can actually have long, fruitful, productive careers, unlike the radio industry I grew up in, where lasting eight months before you got fired for some specious reason was pretty normal, even if you worked hard. <sighs> At any rate, Garrison Keeler was known to be a terrible boss, an abusive man, someone who stole ideas and claimed them as his own, someone who was mercilessly uh, political in his approach to the job and would sandbag anyone he considered a threat. Not that he ever needed to consider anyone a threat. He's one of the most beloved figures in Minnesota for decades. And yet he was so, according to the stories about him from other people in the radio industry, such a deeply horribly insecure man that he was just impossible to work with for any length of time unless you sucked up to him with a level of artfulness that should be devoted to something much more productive in life. But hey, it's a great job, I guess, if you managed to survive. Uh, so the, and I, I pointed this out to a national audience, and it became a national audience because uh, a number of bloggers, Hugh Hewitt, uh, uh, Glenn, the Instapundit Reynolds, and many others ran my piece, and it took my blog from five hits a day to 500 hits a day overnight, and I stayed there. Uh, so thanks to everyone involved. Garrison Keeler, of course, uh, found his career taking a bit of a tangent a couple of years ago, uh, running afoul of the Me Too movement for behavior that 
was well known, but outside of a few of us who who, who commented on it on on obscure blogs and and right wing talk shows, as you would be reminded, we are. Uh, his character, the the nature of his personality, was well known to people who were paying attention, who wanted to pay attention. 20 years ago and 35 years ago let's be honest well turkeys came home to roost this past week and we'll come back to that in just a moment here northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you looking for accessories for your pressure washer? American Pressure in Robbinsdale is the authority. From rotor nozzles to flat surface cleaners, extending wands, sewer jetting hose and nozzles, undercarriage cleaners, hose reels, and more. We've got it all for you. Visit us at AmericanPressure.com. Put the finishing touches on your home this holiday season and all year round with brand new window treatments from Blinds.com. From cellular shades, wood blinds, Roman shades, and more. Go to Blinds.com now through December 29th and save up to 40% off everything. Plus get an extra $20 off with promo code LIGHT. That's up to 40% off everything. Plus get an extra $20 off with promo code LIGHT. Blinds.com promo code LIGHT. Rules and restrictions may apply. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, I'm Kirby Skurout with 3MAX Results. Have you heard? Our team is doing what other real estate agents and teams aren't doing through our worry-free listing system. We let our sellers be in control with our promise of flexibility and results. And if you're not happy, fire me. I call it the worry-free listing system. My commitment is that you will be happy because we sell our listings for more money and in less time compared to other agents. Our team sells over 400 homes each year. That's over a home a day. I'm not trying to brag. I'm applying for a job. I want to be your realtor. I want to put the sellers in control again for a successful home sale with the worry-free listing system. Ready to sell for more money and in less time? Call 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. Put the worry-free listing system to work for you. Kirby Skurat, 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. Start packing. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. One quick reminder. My band Elephant in the Room coming back to the Stillwater Bowl and Lounge. A week from tonight. It's on uh, Omaha, just south of Highway 36. About a mile east of Greeley. No, half a mile east of Greeley. And yes, we do this very song. One of those things you dream about doing when you're in eighth grade, teaching yourself guitar. And then you have a band and you think, wait, we can do this. And then you realize this is very, very, very hard. And yet you can pull it off because... More than a feeling. You could actually do it. We can actually do it. Not every band, but Elephant in the Room. Yes, we can. It's like a dream. Come out, check us out next Saturday night, 8 till midnight, 
at the Stillwater Bowl and Lounge in Stillwater. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Don't forget Brad Carlson on assignment tomorrow. I will be running my Christmas broadcast that I do every year. That'll be uh, live for uh, for everyone to hear tomorrow. King Banyan back next Saturday morning, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. I will be back next uh, Saturday uh, for our traditional broadcast. Uh, King, uh, see, uh, Brad Carlson will be back next Sunday, a week from tomorrow, for his uh, normal time from 1 to 3. And, of course, don't forget America's team, The Bison, two weeks from today, uh, live from Frisco, Texas, on our sister station, AM 1440, the businessman. So, talking about Garrison Keeler, the uh, MSP magazine, Minneapolis St. Paul magazine, ran this past week a cover story about Garrison Keeler, and this this being two years after he was taken down by the local manifestation of the Me Too movement for years of inappropriate remarks and conduct around female subordinates and colleagues. And by the way, I mean, Garrison Keeler, it's f- safe to say that if Garrison Keeler sees you as his superior, uh, morally and, and socially, he is an obsequious little fop. If he sees you as an equal, he probably tries to find some way to, to cut you down. And if he sees you as a subordinate, he's a really, really horrible human being. This is not me. I've never met the man. This is straight from a number of people with whom I've spoken over the years who were former American public media and Prairie Home Companion employees. Worst boss of the year for the entire decade. Uh, This is even uh, up against people who worked at Twin Cities commercial radio stations, music stations, some of the most dysfunctional people I've ever personally met. Keeler was worse. But given that he is a person with uh, impeccable progressive credentials, you just knew that he was going to be rehabilitated. You're seeing this with people who were struck down by the Me Too movement all over the place. Some of the of the of the the personalities, especially the stand up comics. Louis C.K. is uh, slowly crawling his way back to to the A list after a couple of years out in the cold. Uh, Some of the other people who who got uh, Al Franken is starting to get uh, to to worm worm his way back into uh, some sort of status and and put his career behind him with the active connivance of of progressive Minnesota who uh, as far as they're concerned everything he did before is is water under the bridge in a way that would never could never be for a non uh, non progressive you knew it was going to happen to Garrison Keeler you knew it he is a tentpole of Minnesota media one of these people that has held the, the entire covering of the tent up for going on 45 years now. He retired semi he was semi retired before the Me Too crowd brought down uh Prairie Home Companion and the little side industry he had doing Prairie Home Companion shows all over the place. And and by the way, this caused uh a, a columnist for uh, MSP magazine, a woman named Laura McInerney to quit the paper. She she realized that she could not as a journalist coexist with uh, a a publication that would rehabilitate Garrison Keeler. I re- refer to a Star Tribune piece from this past week, this uh, past Monday. Nora McInerney, author, podcast host, and nonprofit founder, announced Sunday that she would no longer hold another title, MSP and Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine columnist. McInerney quit her gig with the magazine over its new cover story about Garrison Keeler. Quote, this coverage is a privilege afforded to a certain kind of man, end quote. Uh, McInerney said the Post explaining her decision. Keeler already has power, money, and a platform, she said by phone to the Strib on Monday. By the way, I did invite Ms. McInerney to appear on the broadcast today. Never did hear back. Shocking, I know. Keeler already has power. The magazine shouldn't be giving space to, quote, a man who expresses no reflection, no remorse, end quote. Instead, it should spotlight Minnesotans doing good work for whom a cover story would, quote, change their life, change their careers. And 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 by the way, Ms. McInerney is being hailed as a profile in courage for having walked away from her columnist gig uh, at MSP magazine. Now, I don't know, Ms. McInerney. I don't know that we've ever met. I don't suspect we have. I don't think we run in the same circles. I don't suspect we ever will. Although she is more than welcome to come on the broadcast to discuss this because trust me, 
if you're out there, Ms. McInerney, you and I are on the same side as Ray Garrison Keeler. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> but uh, when, when the likes of Laura Mac- and, and a number of my acquaintances in the news media have hailed Ms. McInerney's stance as, as being courageous. Now, I don't know what percentage of her take-home income comes from writing for MSP magazine, whose revenues have suffered along with the rest of print and broadcast media over the last 15 years. I'll give credit where credit is due. Yes, she did walk away from her gig when her gig uh, violated her principles. Kudos to Ms. McInerney for that. And she, she's, she's been getting some accolades from, from other people in the media, uh, to whom I have responded on social media over this past week, and to whom I respond on Bonk right now, here live on the air. Kudos to your support from Ms. McInerney now. But many of you were active members of the Twin Cities media 35 years ago, 30 years ago, when Garrison Keillor's, uh, when the revenue from Garrison Keillor's book, Lake Robagon Days, was uh, pouring money in a frothing cataract into Minnesota public radio at a time when his style was well known to everyone. And you were... Working in the media 10 years ago, 15 years ago, even five years ago, when Minnesota Public Radio was using uh, with a mutual back scratching arrangement with Garrison Keeler, whose behavior had not changed uh, and was an open secret to everyone in the Twin Cities media. You were running Prairie Home Companion like a truck engine uh, that was had a, a serious deadline, squeezing every dime you could out of the cash cow that Keeler created for you, which benefited both of you handsomely. You knew about his behavior back then. Everyone knew about his behavior back then. And so while you can golf clap for Laura McInerney's profile and courage as she falls back on the rest of her uh, array of gigs to support herself and her family, such whatever it may be, I'd have been much more, much more impressed with your collective courage Had you reported on this story five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when it still had some chance of redounding to your actual, against your actual interest. Northern Alliance, AM12A, The Patriot, Happy New Year. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. My name is Tiffany Hall, and my son, Truett, attends Heritage Christian Academy. Truett is in kindergarten, and I got an email one day from his teacher saying that she was really proud of him that day because he had found a quarter, actually, at school, and she could see that he had really debated turning it in or keeping it, and that he had turned it into her, and she was just so proud of him and encouraged him in that um, being honest was the way to be. And I thought it was so sweet for her to, to message me that and tell me about the day. We've had a few teachers there, and they've all been so wonderful. They have constant interaction with us, for sure, and they're always willing to be there for questions or help us with anything that we need help with as well. We have absolutely loved our time at Heritage Christian Academy, and we have been so blessed. Heritage Christian Academy of Maple Grove serves students from 3 years old to 12th grade. For more information about joining the Heritage Christian Academy family or to schedule a tour, visit heritageweb.org. That's heritageweb.org. Pro-life across America, How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? 
How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before. At conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life. Pro Life Across America is non political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro Life Across 